0: Everybody. Welcome! Welcome! How's it going? Welcome to London to Brooklyn, episode five. 5 of season 2. Wow. We're already in February of 2021. How does that make you feel? Because, I don't know, it's very weird. Yeah. It's like almost been a year since I've been off the cruise ship. Yes. And so, it's just weird. It's so It's bizarre. been like a whole year. It's almost it's just, a whole year since quarantine started. Yeah. Um, did not realize it's my half birthday today. Oh, happy <laughs> half birthday! Which scares me because I turned 23 in quarantine. Yeah. So, like, hopefully when you turn 24, there'll, be, be, there'll be some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. I don't know. That's insane. But in case you didn't know, I'm Eleanor. <laughs> and I'm Elo, still 21. She's um, a lie. <laughs> She's lying to you all.
1: But I forget my age,
0: like, a lot. It's okay. Just know that you're somehow younger than I am. <laughs> no matter what. Always. Always. Yeah. I'm a young soul at heart. She is. I, I can't wait to for the people at home to hear you dancing, like <laughs> you're doing right now. <laughs> Alright, so let's get started with all the goodies. All the goodies. Um, all the one good stuff. Division. Episode four? Episode four. Wow. This was a great episode. So good. This is the one we've been waiting for. Yeah, this is when we're like, oh, we're finally starting to see what's going on, what's going to happen, Yeah. what's building. It's piecing together what's mm-hmm, going on, because mm-hmm. the first three episodes don't tell us a lot, but they tell us some things, yeah. and this is finally the episode where you realize there's a whole bigger conspiracy going on. Mm-hmm. And we get... We get to reintroduce ourselves to some fantastic characters. Yeah. Darcy Lewis, mm-hmm. Jimmy Wu. so excited to see them. Monica Rambeau's yep. getting, like, a good moment in the sun, yep. so very excited for the characters they're bringing Me on. Me too. And it's gonna
1: just, be...
0: <sighs> it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely interesting. When we see, like, dead vision, mm-hmm. that, that was, was like, oh. That was wild. This episode is specifically funny, too. And it's looks like they're building, like, um... Investigation. I'm like how they're billing it. They like they're treating it like a detective it's style, like it's a crime. Yeah. And it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays into future episodes because I think they're gonna stick with this sitcom style. Mm-hmm. But now that we know what's going on, they're we're gonna be on the lookout. Yeah. We're and gonna know what to look for, what to expect. We're gonna want it to be solved. And we still have like five episodes left. Yeah. So like,
1: there's what's so much. What's gonna, gonna s- happen next? So like, much. what
0: are we gonna discover? There's a lot of theories going around too yeah. that I think are really interesting because they're gonna greatly affect how the MCU mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. here from on out, such as mutants, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, is Wanda a villain, a yeah. Methisto, Young Avengers, Young Avengers. So I'm really glad this is the first Marvel TV show. I know Winter Soldier and Falcon, mm-hmm. sorry Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come first, but I think this is gonna be more interesting in the long run. Yeah, yeah. It's playing a much bigger role than we expected. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, and I wonder if they're gonna, I don't know, connect one division and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier at all. I would. It's hard for me to imagine that they completely yeah. ignore each other. And it has to have like some hints of each other. Totally, because they do that pretty well with all the Marvel movie and universe. They do, they yeah. do. So, I trust him. I trust yep. him to, like, make it work. I have faith, for sure, for sure, for sure. I have If faith. this was DC, I don't know if I would have that much faith. I have so little faith in DC after the shenanigans of Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, so. But if the three first episodes of Vision were off-putting, which, first of all, they shouldn't have, but if they were somehow not your cup of tea, I think episode four is really the one that drives it home. Yeah. And should... Keep you interested, and it's they're only like twenty minutes, so yeah.
1: Just get literally like
0: twenty two minutes max. Yeah, which is I would I need forty minutes of this. Me too. Um. All right. So, episodes five. Yeah. On Friday. On Friday. Woo! So excited. Very exciting. Something else. Something um, else we also also watch on Fridays. Drag Race U. S. Season thirteen, episode five. Yes, we're finally queens are getting the job yeah they're leaving bye joey J. yeah episode five was a ball Mm -hmm. which involved the queens showcasing three looks one of them they had to create in this space it was the bag ball there were some really great looks yes and there were some horrendous looks yes yes and even if you didn't come for the looks this episode provided a lot of drama Mm mm-hmm and it's going to be interesting to see what repercussions it has. Yeah, I wonder what happens on this next episode with the drama. Does it continue? Mm-hmm. Does they, do they, like, apologize to each other? Do they, like, make up? We don't know. I don't know. But on the matter, while I don't agree with, I think, Candy Muse's actions at that time, there's a lot going on in the fandom and on social mm-hmm. media right now where people are bullying Candy Muse and other queens who stuck out for her. That is a no-go. Yeah. This happens every year with Drag Race, and I don't know who needs to hear it the most, but there's no reason to bully these queens on social media. There is no reason to act a fool like this, and I'm really frustrated that this keeps happening every season where people feel the need to go online and harass these people who are just here to put on a show and compete. They don't ultimately affect your lives. They're just here for themselves, and you're watching an edited and controlled situation it's like exactly like what they do on the bachelor yeah so i i just i get so disheartened when i see death threats and mm-hmm. i see things like you should quit drag and kill yourself will post on social media that's never gonna fix anything mm-hmm. so i don't know if this is gonna get out to the right people who need to hear it but it just needs to be said that yeah. we do not condone these actions absolutely you said it best Thanks. I agree. I just, I really, I see this no, it's really hard. happen so much. And I, like, no, Candy Muse is not my favorite drag queen, but she's a person. Yeah. And I think she's very talented, and I don't think she deserves any of the hate she's getting online. Mm-mm. None of them do. No. So I wish them all the best. And we're Me very too. excited to be fans of Drag Race. Nothing more. Yes. Correct. Very excited for this next episode and what the season will bring. Yeah, this next episode is going to be disco. I'm so excited. Me too. Let's dance. Me too. Woo. Have your power rankings changed at all within Drag Race? Not really. It's still gotmic Rosé, um, Simone, for me. It's pretty much the same. This yeah. is the Rosé household. Woo! I would love is, Rose I love Simone I don't think this was her episode I but I love Simone I yeah I love Simone I love Gomic and I love Rose um, I think those are my two, three faves um I would for me it's I think Rose Simone I really love Utica oh yes I Utica. am obsessed with Utica yeah this last episode just solidified my adoration mm-hmm. of her and I think she's so nice and so cool and I can't wait to see what else she does. Yeah. So, she's moving into my top three, I would say. Maybe top four. Yeah. So, just a great batch of queens. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Me too. Me too. All right. What else happened this week? Well, today, we got the Golden Globes nomination. We sure did. We sure did. We're probably going to talk a lot about this, because Eleanor has a lot of notes, (laughs) concerns, comments. Um, yeah, I, so I love award shows, Mm -hmm. not because I think they're correct, but because I think they spark a lot of debate, and I'm fascinated by their choices. And this season is no exception, Mm -hmm. because it is an odd year for movies and TV, yet they still made some very interesting choices. Choices. For sure. Um, so yeah, get ready to hear us talk about them, because we have lots of thoughts. Yeah. Um... Should we start off with TVs or film? Let's start with TV. Let's start with TV. Yeah. That'll be an easier one. Yeah, you you, you lead the way. Okay, I'm following along. Okay, I'll put in my two cents when I have gotcha. some. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I have the ones who, so comedy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We have Shits Creek. He's nominated, mm-hmm. which I think is That's, completely fair. Yes, I think it's completely fair. What I don't think is fair is Emily and Paris. Absolutely not. I don't even know if that. I don't even know if I thought that was comedy. Or a musical. Yeah. I don't know I think what that, happened there. You know, this is just a show, like a mediocre drama. Yeah. It's not a comedy. That, Emily, Emily and Paris will be brought up multiple I, times throughout this. It's also a random nomination because there's just, it's just Lily Collins. It's just I don't just think Lily there's Collins. anything else. No, no, it's just her. I get it, yeah, TV was maybe scarce this year, but... Come on. There's a lot of can, other comedies out there right now. I don't know if Dairy Girls was an option, but it should have been. Yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if maybe that was the year prior, but I think it was this year. It was this year. Yeah. There's so many other avenues you could have chosen, and I think Emily Paris was a faux pas. Yeah. On their mistake. The other nominations, I haven't seen a lot of the, those comedies. The only one I've kind of seen is Schitt's Creek. I have I've seen all of Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Um... I think that's very fair, Shits Creek getting nominated, and i that's the one I think should win. Uh, yeah, because The Flight Tenet I thought was a drama, too. It's like yeah. dark comedy. But I guess that's getting some good buzz, yeah. but I don't think it's, I don't, I don't know. know. I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Again, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to not speak on those too much. Yeah. Um, For Best Drama, mm-hmm. I was very excited that The Mandalorian got a very welcoming nod, Yes, I it think, has Best Television Series Drama. I think that was well-deserved. Yeah, this de- good nomination. I uh, definitely would be happy with The Mandalorian or The, the Crown. Crown. Yes, there's a lot of Crown nominees, which a is good. A lot of Crown nominees. I think The Crown, I think this was their best season so far. Yeah. I know all their seasons have been great, but this one was particularly hard to utilize these three interesting figures, mm-hmm. The Queen, Diana, and, and Margaret, Margaret Thatcher, Thatcher. Yeah. So I'm really impressed with them. Uh, the other dramas, so, we have Ozark, that's, I haven't seen. Yeah, that's Jason Bateman, Bateman is nominated, Laura Linney, and then I think they have overall Best TV Drama as a nomination as well. Yeah, so Ozark, like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking, i I know Ozark is good. Yeah, I think that might be one I watch. Um, then, okay, I'll do the actor and actresses. So, for Best Actress for a Drama, Olivia Coleman, Emma Mm -hmm. Corinne, great Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Great shit. I don't think Ratchet was particularly good. No, I don't know why it's on there, <laughs> but Ryan Murphy must have—he must have friends in the Hollywood Foreign Press because The Prom also got nominated. Yeah. So I See, don't know. I, I don't know why they would have been, should have nominated Hollywood over Ratchet. I Ratched? I didn't Rated? mind Hollywood. Was it yeah. great? No. Did I have a good time? Yes. So because I don't know anyone who liked Ratchet. Ratchet yeah. I mean, I, Sarah Polson. Yeah, she's great. She can do no wrong. But uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, for actor drama, Josh O'Connor getting a nod mm-hmm, was very exciting. Mm-hmm. I think he's great as Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. Um, I think Pedro Pascal was snubbed. Honestly, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. he would have loved to see Pedro on there. He showed his face multiple times this well, season in The Mandalorian. Who is para, what is para Mason? Perry Mason is an HBO series. It's a remake of an old okay. uh, detec- okay. uh, lawyer investigative drama. Okay. Um, Perry Mason apparently is not good. Okay. That what? There we go. That would have been Pedro Pascal's spot. Matthew, or- Matthew Reeves is really good. Uh, Al Pacino oh. for The Hunters was an interesting choice. I know Hunters is good, though. Hunters is good. But I don't know why. Al Pacino. Was, yeah. uh, it is what it is. Also, I thought Better Call Saul was over. No, it's still going on. Yeah. It's still going on. Bob Odenkirk, though. He's great. He's great, but I didn't know that show was still going on. It's a very white mix. That is a very white mix of guys. It his. is. It is. Um, best actress for a comedy? Catherine O'Hara, I think. Yes. She yes. absolutely can crush that. where you are. Sorry, I... I... Yes, there you go. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're going up and down. I'm going up and down. I'm so sorry. Let me know if I need to. Yeah. Um, actor in a comedy? We have Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. who is mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. And I know that... I know Rami Youssef is really good. Rami Youssef is very good. And he had a really funny bit at the mm-hmm, Emmys this mm-hmm. year that I think... I haven't seen Rami. I've heard good things about him. I think I would like it. Yeah. Um, For supporting actor, Dan Levy. Yes, I think obviously. I hope he so. He could kill it. I have, haven't have seen all of Shits Creek, but I've seen enough to know that he's you really... See, he's really good. I um, love Dan Levy. For supporting actress, Gillian Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be great. Helen Obama Carter could also crush it, but Gillian Anderson really... Margaret Thatcher was a game changer for me. She was so good. She was so great. Um, I know Lovecraft Country. Uh, Lovecraft. sorry. Lovecraft Country was mm-hmm. nominated, but it denied any actor, or actress mm-hmm. nominations, and people are really upset about that. And I completely understand because looking at this crop of people, it's very white. Yeah, it's super white. I know Don Cheadle got it for Black Monday. Yeah, um, but I think that's it. Yeah. It's It could be better, y'all. Yeah. It could be better. I will speak quickly to limited series, because those I've seen all of those except for small acts. We, well, they, they have The Undoing, too. Yeah, which I don't think should have been nominated. No, no. I, I think they just decided to give Nicole Kim and a yeah. Grant a little ball Yeah, because they have The Undoing... Yeah, and as nominated as Best TV Limited Series as well. That's Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, is Best Limited okay, Series. Okay. So um, we have Unorthodox, which is so great. Mm-hmm. We have The Undoing, which is less than great. Yeah. Small Acts, I have not seen, but apparently it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, Normal People, which is great. Yeah. I think Normal People could be very well a good, mm-hmm. a great winner, should it win. No, because I think Queen's Gambit should win. Yeah, yeah, I think Queen's, the Queen's Gambit should win. Queen's Gambit those. should totally win, and then Anya Taylor-Joy has to win for yeah, Best win. Actress. If they give it to Nicole Kidman, I'm gonna okay. throw a shoe. I mean, I'm already mad at a lot of things, but that was, she was so much better in Big Little Lies. Yeah, no. This... Immensely better. I don't think it should go to her. Absolute crap. Um, do you think the best performance by an actor in a limited series should go to? On my notes, I have I don't care. Okay, great. <laughs> because I don't care about. <laughs> I'm looking at my. Like, any of them? I said like. Hugh... Uh, hopefully not Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant is the one who I was like. why? Yeah. Is John Boyega nominated or is he best supporting actor? Uh, I don't see him on the. I think he must be best supporting. Yeah. it's yes. It's if... supporting. Which he could. Yeah. He could win. I just mm-hmm. love John Boyega. I, again, I haven't seen smaller acts, but John Boyega is phenomenal no matter what. Um, overall for TV, I'm gravely disappointed in some of the things they did not do. Yeah. One in particular, which I will talk about later in the pod because I have a lot, mm-hmm. is I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. This is being ve- This has become very controversial. I May Destroy You is a new show. It's a limited series. I don't think there's going to be a second season it's on HBO. It's by Michaela Cole. It is so. It's so engaging and it's so important for what's going on right now. And it got zero nominations. Zero, yeah. And. It's um, just like looking at them right now, it's just not. Like Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso? What? What? That's Emily what? in Paris. Emily in Paris, Ted Lasso, The Undoing. Yeah. The uh, the Great is maybe good. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't yeah. Seen it. I didn't, it wouldn't, it didn't interest me enough. Yeah. So, there's been many more shows that came out this year yeah. that are much better than this. some of these choices. The fact that Emily in Paris and Lily Collins got nominated yeah. over, I mean, I don't think I Made a Story would be a comedy, but the fact that I Made a Story you did not and Michaela mm-hmm. Cole did not is abominable. Yeah. And it really frustrates me because this show meant a lot to me. And I can't imagine what it meant to so many other people who've gone through situations like this character. And I understand the frustration. And I understand why people are really mad because it's not right. But also, we have to take like, take this with a grain of salt. This is 90 old people from the Hollywood Foreign Press who are just kind of voting based on who's going to show up to the banquet. Yeah, true. So I put a lot of stock in award shows, which is not. Fair because they're just people with opinions, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, I still allow myself to get mad and I still love talking about yep. it. <laughs> so here we are. Thanks for listening. It's definitely entertaining. Yeah. Um. Any final thoughts about the TV category? No, it's just eh, it's kind of all over. Yeah. It is all over the place. Well, Jim Parsons got one for Hollywood. Yeah. Best performance by an actor. I, ra- I would have rather Jeremy Pope get yeah. nominated. It. No, it's Jim Parsons. Hollywood was okay. I didn't watch it. It's like... You want to like it, and then you just don't. Yeah. And I wanted to like it so much. I really wanted to watch it, but right. I, don't, I never got through with it. It's very short. It's like yeah. five or six episodes. I don't know. Ryan Murphy. All right, speaking of Ryan Murphy, let's talk about film. Woo! Let's talk about film. This is a category I'm more familiar yeah. with. okay. So, should we start? I'm going to start with Best Picture noms. Okay. Like the overalls. Yeah. So, for drama. Interesting drama. I have not seen Nomad Land, but from what I hear, that one could take it. Yeah. We have to watch it. I think it comes out February 19th. Yeah, it's on the calendar. Yes. It's on Hulu. So, we'll it's be watching be that. Hulu. We'll definitely be watching that. I'm very excited that Promising Young Woman got nominated yes, me too. because we talked about this on this pod. We are big fans of that yeah. film. Mank? i think is phenomenal and i also talked about that should i i'll, I'll probably have to watch it i want to watch the trial of the chicago seven fantastic i'll watch it before they're going globes mm-hmm. should i watch mank i think okay do you like black and white films i can't remember it depends so this is it's black and white and it's filmed like it's from the 1940s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i fucking love this film I'm not sure how you will enjoy it, because it okay. is lengthy, okay. and it doesn't, it's a little slow. Okay. But you would like *Travel Chicago 7, for sure. Yeah, I like that one. It's we'll very West, West Wingy. very West Wingy. We'll, see, we'll, see. well, we'll watch Nomadland. Yeah. And The Father, I have no idea. I, I'm, I will definitely watch The Father. Who is that? Okay, so it's Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins. There's. There it is. I haven't seen it, because it hasn't been released yet to us plebeians. Okay. So, I we'll might... We'll have to-, to wait. We'll have to wait. Um, I'm not sure if it should have been nominated because here comes the snubs. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, we have Defy Bloods. Yeah. By Spike Lee. What are you doing not nominating Defy Bloods? I, I don't think I really talked about it, but. We did. We did. Okay. It's so fascinating. And Spike Lee, I've mentioned before how I think Spike Mm -hmm. Lee and I would be friends makes no sense i just in my heart believe it so i'm mad for spike lee and i think this should have been nominated ma rainey's black bottom Mm should have been i can kind of understand why that one didn't just because it reads so much like a play and i can see why maybe it doesn't win best picture sound of metal y'all heard me go on and on about sound of metal so i think you know why i think it should have been part of it and then for comedy or musical best picture, we have Hamilton. Yeah. That's so interesting to me. Did not see that one coming. I'm excited Palm Springs got nominated. Yeah, I think pa, like Palm Springs or Hamilton. Out of those five. Not the prom. And not Bora. No, I hope people see, love it. I, I need to see Bora. Don't I, to see. I don't think it's my vibe. I don't think, yeah, It's I think it's very niche. Yeah, I think it's my vibe. But. I'm really. I'd uh, rather Palm Springs or Hamilton. I think Palm Springs should totally win. Yeah, I would not be mad if Hamilton one. What music is? That's Sia's new film that's getting a lot of controversy. Oh yikes! No, why is yeah. it on there? We uh, is it out already? Uh, no, I think it's been released to critics. The cut. Yeah. Out. That one is a shocker. That is a shocker. Out. Put it away. Same with the prom. Pack it up. Yeah, cuz apparently there's some drama with James Corden. There's or a lot of J- drama with James Corden. He plays a very stereotypical yeah, gay man. He's, not. he's he's not and it's pretty offensive to yeah, a lot of people yeah. and I can understand why they're upset because he also got an acting nom. Mm-hmm. Pack it up. James, I I really do enjoy James Corden outside of acting. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's very funny. He's great on a lot of British comedy. There's just I, I know he says this before. There could have been many actors. So many to play that role. So many. You had Andrew Rannells in the movie. Yep. He could have done it. Do we have a huge Broadway community of actors? Yeah. Like I don't know why you picked. And it's for Cloud, so yeah. I think that nomination is frustrating. Yeah. Pack it up. Pack cross it, it off. Cross it off. We're doing their work for them right now. Yes. So we're we're getting through. Cross it. music. Cross the prom. Dump. Don't do it. Okay. For animated. I Let's go. Let's go. This is my this, this is this is the bonus moment. <laughs> this is a, my category. So the only ones I've seen are Soul and Onward. Okay, so the, I don't I haven't seen Wolfwalkers. Okay, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Um, um I've cool. seen part of Over the Moon. Um, it's cute. Yeah. Um, I think Soul should win for sure. If Soul doesn't win, they will be getting a decent desist letter yeah. For me. So if it's not Soul, I'd be okay with Onward. Okay. Um, that was in your top 10. Yeah, I liked Onward a lot. Mm-hmm. So, Soul, Onward. um The Crudes. <laughs> uh, I can't even say that word. The croods The Crudes. it's so messed up. Uh, nope. No. uh Over the Moon. Sure. Wolfwalkers? No idea what that is. I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to look that up real quick just so I put it in my head. um With Soul, I think it should win best animated. I think it should also win best score. Yeah. Right, it's really good. It's oh, a mix of John Batiste and Trent Razor and Atticus Ross and their score is v- so interesting, just the way it has the jazz for the present life and then the kind of electro uh I don't wanna call it background. Just the very interesting electronic music used for the beyond. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was, I was looking at like, Wolfhopper. I was like you looked very concerned. Um it's an Apple animated film, I think. Is it really? Oh, oh it, and, it is. It is. It has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, shit. Should I watch and it? And 8.1. T- uh, it looks super weird. Okay. Um, this is the animation, which I'm not a fan of that kind of animation. Oh, that's not what I expected. Yeah. I'm curious. Looks like a Cartoon Network thing. Yeah. I don't know. If it's really good, I might have to watch it. Yeah, like this is the... Now that I have Apple TV... Yeah, you can watch it if you want. Yeah. I can watch all of the others. So, So, movie. Pull your weight here. <laughs> complete, the, complete the cycle. Great, great. Okay. okay. Right. So, on to actress and actors. So, for drama, for actress, we have the immaculate Carrie Mulligan nominated. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a mm-hmm. well deserved nomination. I think also Frances McDormand mm-hmm. could take it. She's getting a lot of buzz for Nomadland, and I'm just a huge fan of Frances McDormand. That we still have to see. Yeah. <laughs> I Again, really want to see it. I want to see it so badly. For actor, I'm so... I don't know why I'm saying actor like that. Chadwick Boseman. I know. Th- that, he... If he doesn't get it for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom in my humble opinion, it should go to Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I told Alona today I would lay down my life for Riz Ahmed and she said, I know. (laughs) I was like, I believe you 100%. Don't have to say it. Um, Gary Oldman, I thought, also did a great job in Mank so I wouldn't be upset. I really, Chadwick Boseman completely, (sighs) he just took that film from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and he was snubbed for Best Supporting for Defy Blood so, it kind of out him. Um, Snub for Best Actor. Once again, I want to talk about *Defy Bloods* because Delroy Lindo did not get his well-deserved nomination. Oscars, you better come through, because his character in *Defy Bloods* is so complex and so fascinating, and I really think he could have won it. He could have won it all. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed once again. Um, Best Supporting Actress. I think Amanda Seyfried should get it. I've never thought I would say Amanda Seyfried should win an award. But for this, hell yeah. Out of that list, yeah. She's one of my favorite characters from Mank. Mm-hmm. She, You think she's going to play this kind of ditzy, social, uh, like hot showgirl. And she's this really layered character who is kind of tying these two figures, Mank and Randolph uh, William Hurst. William Randolph Hearst together and how she plays both of them just shows her intelligence and she does a fine job and I would be very excited if she wins. Lily Collins was not nominated for Mang because she was nominated for Emily <laughs> <in laughs> Paris apparently. Um, Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actor? Who'd you want it to go to? I would be very happy if Leslie Adam Jr. won yeah, it. me too, I think. For, for One I'd I'd Night in Miami because that was also a snub for... Mm-hmm. Best picture. Yeah. Sasha Conan is very good in Trial Chicago seven. If he won, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. And I think he's well deserved. Um, have you are you gonna watch the little things? Probably not. Okay. I know Jared Leto got nominated, which I think is kinda weird because mm-hmm. he's not who I think of when I think of little things. Like I know that's uh, a Denzel Washington vehicle yeah. and I think Rami Malek's also in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't, just because I know it's more serial killer horror. Yeah. Which isn't, isn't my vibe right should now. Should I watch it for us? If you want to. I'll try. Go for it. Um, I think Paul Racy from Sound of Metal, he plays, um, the leader of the deaf community, sh- uh, should have been nominated mm-hmm. for Best Sporting Actor, and I know some people are really upset about it. When you <laughs> say some people, is it you? <laughs> is it just me? No! No! <laughs> Every time you're like, me, you know some people, some people. <laughs> no, I gotta got mean l- names. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got a lot of these from like, I know l a Times posted yeah. a really interesting article about the Snubs, Entertainment Weekly, Variety always posts mm-hmm. really like interesting breakdowns of why certain choices were made. Like I didn't think Paul Racy would. And then seeing that he was a contender, yeah, mm-hmm. he sh- he did an amazing job in the sound of Metal, for sure. All right. Onto to actress and actor for comedy's sake. Let's do it. So this one's weird. This is really weird, y'all. Where where am I? I'm trying to... You're good. Go for it. Start. So for actress, me. I would be okay if, once again, Anya Taylor-Joy won for Emma. Because I thought Emma was a great film. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she should win for Queen's Gambit. And I would not be matter if she won two awards in one night. Because I don't know who else... Could, can win that category yeah kate hudson for getting nominated for music was very surprising because music is like toxic right now no yeah, one wants to touch it weird i don't mind kate hudson but the movie's getting so much bad yeah. press and C is not doing anything to help it that it's surprising that they would still consider mm-hmm. it a major contender weird and then for best actor Give it to Andy Samberg. Yeah. Oh, I, I want, want to see S- it. Happen. I want Andy Samberg to get it. It's Palm Springs is so good. It's probably gonna be Sasha Baron Cohen. It's gonna I, get it. I I I mean he's great. I really like Sasha Baron Cohen. I know he's not your fave, but I don't mind him. I just mind Bora. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's I get it. I need to see the movie. Yeah. I really do want to see it. As long as it's not James Corson who gets it. Yeah, that'd be absurd. Yeah. And I don't like. I don't know. It's the Golden Globes. They always pull weird shit. Yeah, they do. But on a lighter note, this director. Woo! This was a That's very good. exciting yeah. to see Because it was five directors and three of them, so over half, mm-hmm. were women. Mm-hmm. We have Emerald Fennel for Promising New Woman. We have Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And then we have... Regina King. Regina King. Okay. I'm so sorry. I just totally blanked. Regina King for One Night in Miami. Because *One I am Miami* didn't get nominated for mm-hmm. almost anything else, and I think it's really incredible that Regina King is getting the recognition she deserves. Mm-hmm. Would you think we'll get it? I think maybe Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be mad if Emerald Fennell got mm-hmm. it. I would be pretty. I'd be pretty happy. I hate saying it, if David Fincher got it because mm-hmm. I really like. I loved Mank, and I think the direction was probably one of the coolest factors about that film. Mm -hmm. Aaron Sorgan, that's a joke. You should not have been nominated for Best Director. That's, come on, man. Come on. I mean, for Best Screenplay, I think Aaron Sorgan could take it. I think Screenplay is kind of a wild card, because I don't really know who for sure could get it. I think Kim Powers, who did Soul and One Night in Miami, should have gotten something. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised One Night in Miami did not get best screenplay. Now. Yeah. Because I thought that was probably the strongest point was the dialogue for mm-hmm. that film. I also think Emerald Fennell for promising a woman the screenplay would, uh, very well could take it. So, I would not be, screenplay I don't really know. Yeah. But I, I'll, Chloe's Dow's getting a lot of talk for Nomadland. We have to see it. We have to see it, because, I mean, we have Eternals, so we got to see what we're in store for yeah, for Eternals. Yeah. She's directing that whenever it, the hell it really gets released. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, best Original Score. Best Original Score? Soul. Cards. Soul. It should be, I mean, John Batiste, Atticus, uh, Trent Razor, and Atticus Ross. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. All-star team. Is it nominated? It is. For Best Score? It's not showing up on mine oh it wasn't mine well it should win because i don't like any of those (laughs) (laughs) i was like where are you seeing soul it was on i think it was on vanity fair all right well i hope it wins i hope it wins i don't know who else i'd want it to win out of that was a weird mix of people i know so i was like where are you seeing soul i'm pretty sure it's nominated now I'm, now, I'm, now I'm freaking. I'm going to do a quick search. Yeah. Go on and talk more about your thoughts. Um, Spike Lee was not nominated for Best Director for Defy Bloods, which is disappointing. I mean, the, again, the Golden Globes are so weird. They have this very rigid system about how much can get nominated, which, when it comes time for the Academy Awards, it could be a bigger pool, and the Academy Awards has all these new regulations mm. to try to diversify. Start it. It is nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy, y'all. <laughs> I was like, thank God. That should win. I Yeah, Soul is phenomenal. and The music is just an added bonus. So, I know I just spent probably, what, like four hours talking about it, but... <laughs> I, I understand that we shouldn't put a lot of faith in that the movies you enjoy are the movies you enjoy. I liked the drama surrounding the award seasons and if this is your cup of tea we'll talk let's get it going but take everything i say with a grain of salt i got a degree in history and political science not (laughs) film so i get it i totally get it. we should make like a bracket oh my gosh yeah yeah we can you can print them at work and then we'll fill them in while we watch and see Hell but yeah. we think we'll win and stuff like that for wow. Golden Globes and then we can do it for the Oscars. For last year for the Oscars, um at my job we did an Oscars pool. Nice. And it was like, y'all think I'm pretentious? You should yes, see my coworkers. My back at a pool. Wow, a pool. sports. No, you uh, Um yeah. And I, I came in third in the Oscars pool That's last good. year. I was That's really good. proud of myself considering the people I worked with were like actually film students. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, this time it'll just be you, me and Emily. That's fine. <laughs> we'll make it work. Um, I saw on Twitter that people are mad that, uh, there's no Best Documentary because The Last Dance could have been nominated. <laughs> it would have been the one nominated and the one who won. I mean, Last Dance, that was Honestly, so put grim. it in Best Picture. Best Picture. That's an eight-hour movie I'd watch any day. Best Musical or Comedy? Come on, cut that. Cut Emily and Paris on. Give it The Last Dance. Watching, watching Michael Jordan get handed iPads for eight hours is some of the best content of 2020. Please. So Put it in. Uh, yeah, moral of the story. I made a story, you and if I blush, I've been nominated mm-hmm. for more. That's it. We'll see what the Oscars do. We'll see. We'll freaking see. Mm-hmm. I'm having a little more faith in the Oscars just because the categories can't expand. Yeah. And that I feel like they'll actually do some of the right choices. Mm-hmm. But for TV, we won't see for a while because the Emmys aren't until the fall. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, let's go straight into, you know, what we've been watching this week. Yes, yes. what have you been watching? Let the audience hear from you. Okay, (laughs) I will say this. Everyone who's been following me and, like, supporting me throughout this journey, (laughs) thank you so much. I have finally finished watching all of the West Wing, all seven seasons episodes there ever were mm-hmm. i've seen them all i finally finished how many episodes total is i it? don't know so many um well over 100 yeah well over 100 um it's almost because each episode's uh like 45 e- minutes yes that's 155 incredible. episodes wow 155 and each is 45 minutes i'm so proud of you yeah and i've watched them all and i cried yeah cuz i've been like i think that's like the main show i've been watching for the past uh 4 months cuz we started i started like right before thanksgiving yes yes so yeah 4 months wow so that's been my whole life for 4 months um with all those characters and you know like see them grow but it, it was really emotional. I bet. It was really emotional when I saw, like, I think that the moments that I started, like, really crying and, like, tearing up was when um, CJ, for the last time, before she leaves the White House, she goes to the um, the press secretary, the the brief room, and she's, like, standing at the podium for the last time, and there's Steve, one of yeah. the reporters that we always see, comes in, and he's, like, asking her a question, and it was a joke, and it's just did that that for us? We thought we just okay. heard a that. knock. We're <laughs> and, so sorry. Um, and she just really teary-eyed and have a good moment, and then she leaves. So that was really emotional, because yeah. that's where she started. Yeah. And then we have Donna, who is shown her office um, as chief of staff for the first lady. So mm-hmm. that was emotional, because she was like, this huge office. She's like, yeah, I think the first lady will like this office. And they're like, no, it's for you. Ah! And she's like, oh, my God. I was like, oh. She's, she's grown, you know, and then I'm so forward. Finally, the part that really did it is when there's Matt Santos, you know, now he's in the Oval Oof office, and then we have Josh mm-hmm. and Sam Seaboard as Chief of Staff and Deputy's Chief of Staff, and uh, they're like, uh, talking! Iconic. And I was like, oh my god. That. and then what really really did it mm-hmm. was jed on the plane opening leo's present which is bartlett's for america on a napkin in a frame oh god so that's how it ends oh god i genuinely are you crying no not right now okay <laughs> but alona doesn't cry y'all like that's incredible yeah so it was a lot i'm glad you enjoyed it, it was so good um, so yeah, the West Wing, what a journey. What a journey. Um, roller coaster of emotions and feelings. Did your favorite characters from the beginning remain your favorite characters throughout? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I picked up some on the way Yeah. as well, so it was really some fun. Some hitchhikers yeah, came along. Yeah, 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 But it was a steady Josh train. You were on the Josh. Toby was in and out of the train. Um, uh, Toby likes Toby. Walks a long. CJ path. was a constant, you know. Mm. Side Donna, obviously Jed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will Bailey came in. Sam was on. Then he left. So he mm-hmm. left. And but he's come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Santos is a really good character. I really like Matt. Santos. Jimmy Smith. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I love. I liked Leo. I always liked Leo. So there was just like a lot of. No, and Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Charlie is Sad. such a nugget. Oh, uh, he goes to Georgetown Law. Oh, by good. The way. Yeah. So, we're very excited for him. I love a good West Wing. And C J. and Danny are finally together. Good. Kate Harper and Will Bailey. I don't know if you've known Kate Harper. I know Kate Harper. Yeah. Yet. So Kate Harper and Will Bailey are dating. Wow. Um, Josh and Donna, obviously. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other couples. I always wanted Sam to get with. That's Leo's daughter. Mallory. Mallory. No, Mallory's actually, she just had a kid. Was she pregnant or something? Mm-hmm. And then Sam is now engaged. Oh! But we don't see her. Um, yeah. I'm happy for all of them. Yeah, I know. And then Toby never gets with Andy, really. I mean, he has they twins. They just have the kids. They're the twins. that relationship is, that relationship is very complicated. I Again, Toby mm-hmm. walks his own path. Yeah. He's a lone wolf. He's very lonely. He's lonely. We still love him. Yeah. Well, I it was very sad. I think it ended, what it sounds like, on an eventful note. Yes. So that, sorry guys, this is, um, again, you've probably all already watched this show because it's been out for a while, but yeah. this is what I've been watching, and finally, I won't bother you with the West Wing anymore, no. so we can all move on fresh. So the, the West Wing will never, uh, un- will never bother yeah, us. Yeah, so give us, give me some fresh wrecks about what you want me to commit to next. Yes. A big commitment, I'm not afraid. Give it to me. Let's go. And if I mean, if y'all's wreck are Peaky Blinders, we know. We've been new about Peaky Blinders. It's on my list. Yes. Get me bigger. We want, we want full throttle, okay. baby. All right. So that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching? So I just finished, like a few days ago, cue water music, <laughs> cue waterfall. Um, I just finished I May Destroy mm-hmm. You. Yes, I know. I just talked about it. I'm going to talk about again on HBO, by Michaela Cole, who some people may know from Chewing Gum, which was a Netflix show a few years ago, and um, she was also in an episode of Black Mirror, and I'll quickly read the description, because I don't think I can explain it really fully, Um, this is a very graphic and kind of emotional show, so bear with me, so, I may destroy you. The question of sexual consent in contemporary life and how, in the new landscape of dating and relationships, we make the distinction between liberation and exploration. The story centers on Arabella, a carefree, self-assured Londoner with a great group of friends, a boyfriend in Italy, and a burgeoning writing career. But when her drink is spiked, she must question and rebuild every element of her life. Oh. So, this is a show about consent. And all about how consent plays a huge part of modern day intimacy. And some massive trigger warnings. This show starts off with a rape. And involves mentioning and sexual assault throughout the whole show. It's very graphic. You should not watch it if you're under 18. Um, and, but I think it is a very important show. It taught me a lot it shows a whole new side of Britain because it's modern day London, but you know, we have these kind of ideals of what white London is, but these are all people who grew up and know London and from different sites. It's mainly a black community. And I think that's something I haven't really seen or, and so I'm trying to learn more about what, even though I spent time in London, I feel like I didn't even know this whole side of London. So it's so well done. It's, nine episodes 30 minutes each it's very emotional but it can be very funny at times i think michaela cole is fantastic she's ingenious with what she's created and she's funny she's smart her character has very layered there's a lot of issues going on and it's Just fantastic. And I'm so mad it did not get nominated. And I think it just shows more shenanigans Mm -hmm. and buffoonery within the uh, Hollywood foreign press. So I made a story on HBO. Go watch it if you want to learn and you want to think. But it will cause your stomach to feel weird and Mm. it will make you sad about the world at times. It is a hard watch. It is a hard watch. So, take it lightly, but I think it is a very important watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, I don't I don't want to spoil, but tread carefully. But go watch it. Yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of people have really recommended the show. Yeah. And it's worth to watch for sure. Totally totally is. So, yes. Um, do you have any lighter? Yes, I'll going do a on. quick segment of the Bachelor. Yes, ma'am. To keep us moving and grooving. Moving and grooving. Um, so we're on week five of the Bachelor. Wow. Um, again, this season is very focused on the drama between the girls, which is like, this show is about dating. Right. Yes. It's about Matt dating the women. It's not about the it's women not. bullying each other, and that's no, all we've not. been seeing. Rain. The dates were literally five minutes each. We got three dates this episode. We got a one-on-one with Rachel where they went shopping and the whole date maybe lasted like, you know, a day in their life. Maybe ten minutes for us. Moving on to drama. We had drama for 20 minutes at the beginning. A ten-minute date. More drama. Ooh, a group date lasted five minutes. Wow. More drama, more drama, more drama. A little date that was just Matt and Kit Baking cookies. Oh, God. That was the date. Yeah. Usually the date is a day activity and a dinner. This date was baking cookies. Five minute date. And then 30 minutes of drama between the girls. We didn't even see Matt. Really? It was just straight up drama, bullying, petty things. Girl against girl. Okay, so I know Matt is not an experienced reality TV person. Do you think maybe they're choosing to focus more on the girls, just because he's not quite as familiar with the reality TV landscape and is maybe not giving them the content they wanted? I don't know, because he's reacting very, like, to the drama, he's handling it well. He's, like, kicking the girls out, who's creating it. Okay, okay. He's like, this, I don't stand for this shit. Yeah. Um, and, like, we like seeing the dates. We like seeing the contestant you know, make these connections with the girls, with the, with the people that were sent to date them, you know? That's mm-hmm. what's fun, to see... If they connect, and we're not seeing that at all, we're just seeing girls who are creating petty drama. Girls. And I think Matt, Mike's good. Mike's chill. My Matt is sweet, Um, and he's been great to the girls. He does like does a little few weird things, but you know. He's a weird guy. He's new to it. Like he goes kissing all of the girls a lot, in front of the others. Interesting, which is you know oh, power move. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, this is weird. But uh, he, again, he's new, but he's giving them drama and content. Like he's not shy or anything really. Mm-hmm. It's a little reserved, but you know he's doing fine. Um, so yeah, lots of drama. Don't really know where it's going. Don't really know what's happening. But you know, are you having a good time watching it? Yeah, it's definitely entertaining. Um, yeah, yeah, and Vic- Victoria's finally gone. Um, she was the most annoying person on earth, but she's gone. Nice. So we'll see. We have, I think, at least five to six more episodes. And Tyler Cameron will be on next week. Who's that? I'm kidding. I was (laughs) like, do you you remember the time I saw him (laughs) in Bryant Park? Oh, I I think you went running. Yes. You came running to find him. It was... I was So let me tell you the this, this story real quick. I was yeah, in yeah. Bryant Park, yeah. and Tyler Cameron is a contestant from Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelor. Yes. Um, he's really cute. More like hot. Um, so anyway, so I was in Bryant Park, and I was uh, eating my sweet green, and on the Insta. <laughs> How? <and> then, <laughs> fucking New York. <laughs> and then I see that Tyler Cameron's doing a live, and I'm like, oh my god, these are the same trees that I'm <laughs> surrounded by. He is near. <laughs> So I casually pack up my stuff, and I just, like, start strolling around, and I see other girls strolling around. I'm like, he is here. He's here. I am not alone looking for him, and I, I still, like, am looking at his live. You know, he's still talking, so I just walk around the park. I get a little, like, I walk around for a while. Don't see him.
1: It's a It's a big
0: park. You had a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, so I, I'm sad. So then I start walking away. And there he is, walking towards me, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and I pull up my Snapchat, and I take this really weird video and, like, picture, and I'm like, oh my god! It's so blurry. And then I go hide behind a bush, and I see he's, like, sitting down at a table, talked with this girl, and then I do one more lap, and I'm like, oh my god, I saw him, he's right there! <laughs> yeah, so. He's very handsome. I think I talked to you guys about it for, like, forever that day. I think, I came up and met. You and my Pitt. Yeah, yeah. And I, was like, I just saw Tyler Yeah, 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 it was insane. It was pure joy. It was just radiating yeah. off of you. It was insane. So he's a fine specimen of a man. Just waiting for more like celebrity run. Well, I've seen a lot of celebrities in Williamsburg. Yeah, I've seen the the guy from. I'm gonna put celebrities in quotes. Okay, <laughs> this girl was in the originals. To me, that's a big deal. <laughs> sure. Sure. And then that guy who we talked about that you really liked. Oh, my God. Cousin Greg from Secession was here. (laughs) Yeah. I forget the actor's name. uh, He was also in Prom, that Disney Channel movie. He was in Sky High. Yeah. He's the guy who melts. Yeah. That was fucking cool. So I've seen those two people around and about in Williamsburg. Yeah. And I've seen also Aileen from Diet Starts Tomorrow podcast out and about. I'm really scouting. You're scouting. When I worked at my old job, I saw a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Nice. I had to Ben Platt. Nice. Amy Poehler. Neil Patrick Harris. Hell yeah. This is just me flexing on you yeah. real quick. I'm, i like, I'm just excited for you. It's very <laughs> hard to make me jealous when it comes to this. I mean, it was cool, but I was also, like, working, so I couldn't really do a yeah. whole lot. I saw AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That was the best day. That was nice i would oh, wear the same masks as her. Yeah. yeah. You both look great. We love her. It's a little small for my face. But, we'll yeah. we'll keep you all updated if we see anyone else in. But there's his. also, yeah, I would tell more about my work stories, but HIPAA. HIPAA gets in the <laughs> way. So. Damn it. If you want to learn more, just text me privately. <laughs> Unless you're Alona's boss and she wouldn't never do that. E Great. Uh, so yeah. that was our little was celebrity our... section. We always... <laughs> Back to we some intellectual stuff. What you been reading? Yes. What else you been watching? <laughs> um, so I, sorry if you hear my laptop slowly come over to me. <laughs> I like to keep the people on their toes with what sounds I'm going to create. Um, so I have just read this brilliant book called House in the Cerulean Sea. It's by T.J. Klune. It got released, I think, last year, maybe two years ago, but it's in paperback. i just going to start off. I highly recommend it. Here's the synopsis. Bear with me. So, Linus Barker leads a quiet, solitary life. At 40, he lives in a tiny house with a devious cat and his old records. As a caseworker at the department in charge of magical youth, he spends his day overseeing the well-being of children in government-sanctioned orphanages. When Linus is unexpectedly summoned by extremely upper management, he's given a curious and highly classified assignment. Travel to Morris Island Orphanage, where six dangerous children reside. A gnome, a sprite, a wyrvern, an unidentifiable green blob, a were-pomeranian, and the Antichrist. Linus must set aside his fears and determine whether or not they're likely to bring about the end of days. But the children aren't the only secret the island keeps. Their caretaker is a charming and anatomy. (laughs) Ignamic <laughs> Arthur Parasis who will do anything to keep his ward safe, as Arthur and Linus grow closer, long-held secrets are exposed, and Linus must make a choice: destroy her home or watch the world burn. Damn, this is weird. It sounds weird, but it's 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 kind of weird. Yeah, and a weird Pomeranian. A weird Pomeranian. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It's a, it's kind of a satire on fantasy, mm-hmm. and what the world could have been if all these magical creatures were a part of our daily lives and how government bureaucracy, how uh, management, how corporations kind of would interfere with magical beings. Because he works for the Department of Magical Mm -hmm. Youth and their management is called Extremely Upper Management. Mm. And it's kind of a, it's an interesting look on how we treat people who are seemingly different and how that affects them in the long term. But... It's such a sweet story because it's all these cute characters and, of course, it's about kids and orphans, Orphans, so, like, you're going to, you know, feel sad unless you're Alona, who, I don't know. Orphans. <laughs> orphans. Scared of them. <laughs> and these people grow over this course of this book and it's just very sweet and it's very uplifting and something I kind of needed to read when all this dark crap is going on at the same time. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I have to take off my glasses because it hurts. Okay. But I can't see, so I have to make glasses. That, that that can't help. That simply cannot help. It helps me focus my vision. Sure, sure. Keep talking. You look crazy. <laughs> uh, House in the Cerulean Sea. It is fantasy, but it is grounded in pretty realistic things. Yes, the Antichrist is involved, but you turn you learn to love him. He's a six-year-old kid named Lucy. He's fucking great. I think this is a great book, and I highly, highly recommend I've it. I've seen a lot of, like, not that you've read it, I'm seeing it a lot online, so yeah. I should take a look at it. What can I say about trends that are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Book I'm gonna, of the Month. Please sponsor. We spoke Book of the Month. Please. I th- I started a book talk. Well, I made one TikTok about You should book. post it on our London to Brooklyn page. I will. I will. You should. I'll do it. Okay. Yay. Good. Okay, it. Okay. She convinced me. Um, that was that hard. I thought it was, was going to be harder. Well... Wait till the end of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, House on the Cerulean Sea. TJ Kloon. Go check it out. Nice. Yeah. Um, it. anything else that you... What are you currently reading? I'm currently reading Deacon King Kong mm-hmm. by James McBride. Uh, this is very good so far. I'm only 130 pages in, I think. It's, uh, it takes place 1969 in a housing project in Brooklyn. And this old kind of grumpy church deacon one day decides to just shoot this drug lord in the middle of this housing project. And all these people know each other and have grown up together, so it's kind of about how the community deals with that and how they try to explain these actions of this guy because he didn't really know what was going on. He's a seemingly old, you know, kind of grouchy Brooklyn guy, but all of a sudden he just shoots a drug dealer point blank in the face mm-hmm. and everything kind of just explodes from that it's really interesting I, i'm trying to read more about brooklyn in the sense of not gentrification brooklyn because mm-hmm. we live in williamsburg and i know there's a lot of deep-rooted racist history within brooklyn so i want to kind of learn the history and how brooklyn means different things to different groups of people and this book is a real showcase of that and james McBride has written a lot of great material um one of the shows that is nominated the good lord bird is one of his based on one of his books so here we are it was one of obama's favorite books of 2020 oh yeah could that have influenced your choice it sure did (laughs) i did buy it before that list came out okay but for black history month especially i want to try and Mm -hmm. read diverse authors and get you know as much information as i can so this is a jumping off point nice yeah Good. That's what I'm currently. Maybe reading. I'll read it too. Yeah. I will report when I finish. Sounds great. But so far, so probably good. next week then. Yeah. You'll probably finish that tomorrow. It's kind of my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reading Gathering of Shadows, which is book number two of the Shades of Magic trilogy. Yes. Um so The Gathering of Shadows is a follow up from the book that I talked about last week, and this is um this main theme right now in this book is this tournament yes of basically magicians mm-hmm. um so i'm getting to the part where the tournament is finally going to start and we're going to see some duels that you still won't let me know who wins I will not but i it. guess i could just keep reading um but it's really good <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you could it's really good because it talks about different types of magic dip- different types of world kingdoms kings all of the things all of what i like yeah i really enjoy those themes and pirates Pirates is a Privateers cool, and pirates we like that, and thieves. Yeah. So there's a lot of different themes, mm-hmm. and um, I love magic, so this is really good. Shades and some... I feel like if you miss Harry Potter and you love Harry Potter, this is a good fix right now. I was just about to say this is a great adult magic series. Yeah. Like if you want to read fantasy but don't want to go like, too crazy, mm-hmm. and you don't want to read young adult, this is the perfect fit. Yeah. It's for adults, mm-hmm. and but it has enough fantasy to. So you'll feel really whimsical. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I've been reading. And uh, yeah, I finally finished The West Wing, so now I need a new show. You should watch Bake Off with me. I will finish Bake Off. Wait, well, yeah, I just started Great British Bake Off season whatever. I don't know what the season is. Collection. Are. Collection A. I'm so, so sorry. Collection. I gotta pick a new show too now because if yeah. I finish, I may destroy you. No, Great British Bake Off so good, okay. so good. Yes, anything. What are you watching? Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I haven't. I'm gonna. That this is Great British Bake Off is like my. I have like, like transition. I yeah, I have like thirty minutes. Might as well kill the bake off. I want like a good show. Mm-hmm. So, hit me your Rex. Let me know what I should watch. I'm thinking of Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Well, apparently, looks really good. Lovecraft County. Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. <laughs> <laughs> Lovecraft. Country. Yeah. Lovecraft Country. I think it's County. Oh, County. I don't know. It looks good. It looks really good. It's I, on HBO Max, right? Yes. Or Apple TV. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> HBO Max. Um, HBO. For all my French fans out there, Les Marseillais <laughs> revient le 22 <laughs> février. <laughs> Woo! So excited. Uh, February 29th. Uh, 22, wow, English, French, February 22nd, uh, Les Marseillais comes back. So I'm excited. That was amazing to watch. <laughs> Favorite French TV reality show. And it's Les Marseillais at Dubai. Yes. Oh, they're going to Dubai. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all the famous French um, reality TV live in Dubai. You know how in the States they all go to LA? Yeah. In France they all go to Dubai. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They change countries. Yes. They go to Dubai. Cause I don't know why, but it's not cheaper. No, I can't imagine that it <laughs> is. But either is LA, so what, yeah. what do I know? So it's our LA's guest Dubai. Oh, cool! Very fun. So nice. Anyway, I'm very excited. But very... Yeah, so uh, we'll keep you guys posted on all the movies and shows that we watch. and yeah. start. I'm gonna make a list. Of like the movies I wanna watch before the Golden Globes and the Oscars. Yes. We have Malcolm and Marie comes out mm-hmm. soon. This weekend. This weekend. We're gonna have lots to talk about with Drag Race, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah is next week. Jews and the Black Messiah. Um Land, Nomadland. Nomadland. Uh the United States versus Billy Holiday. Mm, that'll be a good one. I might watch Borat and I will report it. Yeah, you can tell us what you'll let you know. I wanna watch that Danish movie. Uh, Another round. Oh, with Mads Milkinson. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, it seems to be... Oh, I want to see Minari. Sorry. Yes, That's the one I've been really looking forward to. We should should watch it soon. I know people are really upset. Minari's best Mm -hmm. foreign language film, which... I I mean, I haven't seen it, but from what it sounds like, I can understand why people are upset. Same, same. So... I looked it up. I will definitely... Watch that. Yeah, we'll make a list. We can share it with people. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds good. All right. Well enjoy the rest, uh I guess your weekend. Enjoy because you'll your be weekend. listening to this on the weekend. Uh thanks for letting us rant as yeah, That always. was a long rant. That was like a full poly hour rant. So sorry. <laughs> if anyone's still here No one texted us the magic My word. My dad did. Did he My Dad texted us watermelon and I was like, Watermelon Ah <laughs> Okay. This week's magic word is glove. Glove? Yes. Okay. So, let's see who's loyal. I was going to go with cantaloupe. We can't do it all three. got to switch it up. we got to keep it on their toes. Okay, glove. glove. Magic word is glove. glove. All, right. all right. See you later. Thanks for coming. Ciao. <laughs>